Some states want to snatch your children if you don't want to turn them trans. Also, updates on the bank runs and huge train derailments. Pain is coming, folks. All of this and much more coming up after a short word from our Patriot Christian sponsors. Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos of NemosNewsNetwork.com and TheSerapium.com Hidden History Archive. Here we go. Got sleep issues? Let me guess. All natural sleep aids don't work for you. Well, they only have one or two ingredients to help you sleep. What good is that? Try the brand new Sleepy Joe Sleep Aid. With 18 powerful sleep-inducing ingredients, Sleepy Joe is guaranteed to put you out like Sleepy Joe in his mama's basement. The label says take two, I take one. 30 minutes before I plan to sleep, and dag nabbit, I'm out like a light for about 8 hours. Grab yourself a bottle at redpillliving.com forward slash sleep. It sells out fast, so take action now. That's redpillliving.com forward slash sleep. Lights out. Nemosnewsnetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. In numerous states now, spearheaded in California, of course, governments are considering kidnapping your children if you don't go along with the transgender agenda. No trial necessary. They just take them. And therapists would be leading the charge. And in Minnesota, also, lawmakers are moving forward with a bill that could see parents stripped of custody and kids snatched if the government feels that they're not being enabled enough and provided gender-affirming care, which means put them in a room alone with some pervert who's going to continue to brainwash them. The same sort of statutory authority used to prevent parents from abusing or hurting their own children in the worst case scenarios would now be used against parents merely for disagreeing with the left and the government who seem to be in lockstep about your child's sexuality. If you refuse to go along with all 180 plus varieties of flavors of ice cream slash gender that they're using, then you are a bigot who deserves to lose your kid. It's that simple. This will always be the left's response. And if it's not concerning enough, we also have the previous child victims of the former generation now willing to kill children and adults in Christian elementary schools if they're not okay with the trans agenda. Such seemingly is the case of 28-year-old female who identifies as a male named Audrey Hale who recently shot down at least six people, including three young children, at a school, a Christian elementary school. The Nashville police chief already confirmed that this suspect, well, now who's dead, and was shot in action, I'm not sure suspect is really the right term, but this suspect, this mass shooter, had a manifesto and did indeed identify as transgender. A thorough investigation of this shooter's social media profiles will reveal disturbing art, crazy sort of posts and messages, and even implied threats against the straight community if they refuse to accept transgenderism. The idea here, the feeling, the sentiment behind this hate is if you don't let us groom your children into being transies like us, 
broken demonic shells of people, we will kill them. And as the banking collapse continues, U.S. authorities are already attempting to expand the emergency lending facility recently set up amid the banking crisis that has begun. Which basically means, in economic terms, the early attempts to bail the water out of the boat haven't worked, and we are taking on water, and it's only a matter of time until this sucker sinks. In fact, the president of one African nation, Kenya, is already warning his own people to get out of the U.S. dollar. Quote, this market is going to be different in a couple of weeks. End quote. I don't know what information that he's privy to, but you don't really need secret information at this point in order to see that the collapse is built in. It's merely a numbers game, and fortunately for us, Folks like Mike Maloney and Lynette Zhang have run those numbers, and we are easily able to establish and argue, economically speaking, that we're way past the cliff. We are the coyote hanging out in the air who just realized there's nothing underneath us, and it is about to hit us like an acme anvil or violin dropping on our heads right out of the sky. Kind of a cartoon reference for those of you who remember those cartoons back before all of the crazy perversion. And he's right. The dollar is dying, largely thanks to our own wasteful spending and warmongering, but also thanks to Russia and China and other nations forming up an alternative, finally, under great pressure and demand, of course, against the U.S. dollar. The BRICS nations are forming up their own yuan-based currency, and Russia just signed off on it in order to gain Chinese support in the war, as we recently saw with that three-day conference between Putin and Xi Jinping. We also have a massive 70-car train derailment in northern Dakota, spilling, you guessed it, hazardous materials. And another 10-car train derailment around Eyre, Massachusetts. Philadelphia residents are rushing to buy bottled water after a major chemical spill occurred in the Delaware River. About 8,000 gallons worth of latex-based something. And in the latest Cohen incidents, Kazarian crash, we have a train derailed three miles west of Kelso, California, where rumors are the crew jumped off about an hour before and it was just left to go wild 80 miles an hour with 180 cars. Hazmat companies have responded. Parents are pushing back not only against the grooming and transgender agenda in the schools, but also the inherent racism implicit in the studies themselves. The curriculum are basically designed to create racial tension, to cast or classify all white people as oppressors, and to classify or cast all non-white people as their victims, which goes back to the Jewish Talmud, actually, which uh, speaks when the golem strategy of using other people as a weapon against your enemies, basically a divide-and-conquer strategy. And this is what has played out in the Western nations. They figure out something in the local host country to manipulate for division. In America, it happens to be race because of our history with slavery, but it wasn't only the blacks who were enslaved here, it was also young white children. That's right, 
while the Jewish slave owners in Jewish slave ships were very busy with their trade, even white Irish people were being virtually enslaved in America with multi-decade long durations of what's known as a indentured servant, which means less valuable than a slave. It's almost like renting a slave because you don't have to take care of it when it gets old. And these people rarely lived long enough to be free of that claim because they were brutally worked near to death, often with no regard for their health. And often by the same Jews who owned and oppressed the black slaves in America. That's part of the hidden history of America. And just like they were oppressing blacks then, they still do the same today, only they try to mask it as white people oppressing blacks and pretend to be their friends. While constantly promoting them in sports and Hollywood, yet constantly cheating them out of their own money, uh, as many famous black celebrities, even Michael Jackson, for example, or Malcolm X, can speak to better than I can. Um, basically, it has always been using blacks as a weapon against whites. That has been sort of the strategy for taking over the West. And it's not just America, which has a history of slavery, but also European nations. When you're seeing the Kalergi plan play out, as the mass migration of military-age human migrants, which are more like economic migrants rather than actual refugees fleeing a problem, who oftentimes travel through numerous countries, neighboring countries that share their culture and religion, to get to the juicy western nations, the land of unwalled villages, if you will where a very expensive Jewish propaganda campaign has been directed telling them is a free dinner, basically. So you're seeing the browning of America, the browning of Europe, and it's all by design. I went a little bit long on a tangent there, but ultimately my point is that the Jews have been oppressing us all. And if blacks and whites ever figured that out and united, it would be the end for them. Their con in Israel convincing white Christians that they are the chosen people of God would be over, their access to Western nations would be cut, and blacks would no longer treat them like one of their own, which doesn't really happen anyway, especially since Kanye West. The noticing has begun, and the younger blacks in the streets are now aggressively harassing Jews, the same way that we saw the increase in violence from black on Asians happening in the buildup of the, you know, drama around COVID and China and the Wuhan lab and everything. So you're seeing the, the youth of black America take Kanye's example and, and learn from him. And they saw what happened to Kanye West, a, a massive, you know, superstar cultural icon in black America, someone who sold his soul to Satan who admits his mother was sacrificed. I'm not saying trust him. Uh, I don't trust him at all. But he did <laughs> learn a very hard lesson in a very public spotlight for the world to see. And that lesson is something we all need to learn. One mother gets it. Here's what she had to say. My name is Coffee Monska. I'm an attorney, wife, and mom to three boys, two of which are in high school. This bill requires that schools teach ethnic studies starting in kindergarten, and I am against this. You might ask, why in the world would a black person speak against ethnic studies? Because not everything that sounds good is good. 
The definition of ethnic studies right there in the statute says that there is a connection between a person's race and their stratification. The bill tells kids of color that they are stuck in a caste system based on their race. It also tells kids, and I quote, that institutions chronically favor white people and disadvantage people of color. I'm sick of everyone denying the enormous progress we've made in this country, acting like it's 1930. We used to have a race-based system. We got rid of it, and now you're all trying to bring it back. This curriculum will not help kids of color succeed. All it does is remove any reason to try. And I repeat that, it removes any reason to try. And this is not some theoretical crap. This stuff happens. These messages are very harmful. Just last month in my high schooler's band class, the teacher took 20 minutes at the beginning of class to talk about anti-racism. He told the kids to look around. And then he said, the black boys in the school would likely not live to retirement because of racism and the police. Another furious kid of color recorded this conversation. And so I was able to hear it for myself with my own ears. If this law is passed, teaching this hopelessness kids of color will be mandated starting in kindergarten. And I can see why you white proponents of this bill might support it. It's not your kids being told that they can't succeed and you get to shed some of your white guilt in the process. But you legislators of color, how can you? You made it despite the invisible boogeyman of systematic racism. You were voted in by a majority of white people. You hold some of the most powerful positions in this state. Yet you wanna tell my kids and other kids of color that they can't succeed? It's shameful, it's terrible. I ask that you please vote against this bill. Thank you for this opportunity. The Taliban are bragging about their conquering Afghanistan and getting all that free money and free weaponry from the U.S. government, which was left for them in pallets and stacks and in rows and easily accessible and including military bases and who knows what else. Rumor was that even China had taken over some of that military hardware and maybe a base or two. Check out this incredible, horrifying video of Christian military power from the Western world being transferred to violent Islamic jihadists.
And in closing, don't forget Yellen has already convened an emergency financial stability meeting on Friday last as the banking crisis continued to explode. The reassuring talk has failed. I hope that you have found this video to be of value, even if it's a little depressing, and I hope to see you on the next one. Don't forget we are 100% listener supported through our donations at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash donate and buy a percentage of the things that you buy through our Patriot sponsors like redpillliving.com which has incredible holistic food-based products including organic coffees from around the world and the amazing Carbon Shield 60, the most powerful antioxidant in the world and the liposomal line of super vitamins, which also were pretty darn potent, if not the most powerful in the world. So check these incredible products out and detox the deep state in your own life while supporting the most censored name in truth media. And that is us. We'll see you on the next one.